Broadcasting live from the ESPN 690 and Jared Levine Studios. This is Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690 with Brent Martineau and Austin Lane. No, I wouldn't say I wouldn't say I'm ready for the season to be over. Um, when that comes, obviously, it's gonna be it's gonna be nice to take a breather and really take in everything that's that's happened this year. It's been a it's been a, a wild year, but um, really. I, <laughs> kind of want some more opportunities to finish strong and uh we got a lot of guys like, I, like i've said it before that work work really hard deserve to win and um I'm just just disappointed that's kind of my feeling right now uh, i'm just disappointed the way we, we played today because i know i know the guys in that locker room and really just want to want to be better for them that is trevor lawrence who could be better but trevor we do want the season to end pal yeah we're all set. Yeah, we are good. Like we don't did, even have to play on Sunday. We're good. Why no, did they good. pick this year to go to eight seventeen games? I know, man. Yeah. I mean, do we really have to play the seventeenth game? I mean, don't you kind of want to see what the what the press box is gonna be like in terms of food? <laughs> you know, be are, nice. they, are they gonna pull out all the stops? I would hope not. Probably the way we've been hammering them lately. All right. Okay. I don't know what the hell they're gonna do for yeah, us? Some French toast sticks again. I'm not mad at that though either. <laughs> uh, it's a, I'll be at home. I'll eat my pantry sure? food. Yeah. Good. I'm sure. Maybe maybe we can pull some strings last yeah, game of the season. I don't season. think we can. I, I hope we can. I, I, some, I, I got some schemes going on here for the last game of the season, Casey, yeah, and I might need you there. Just saying. Well, here's the thing. I'm now interested. How many yards does he need, Jonathan Taylor? Because they're going to go for it. Are you trying to watch history? Because they have to win. 266. They have to win, so why wouldn't they go for it? But the problem is if they've got, like, let's just say he's got 200 yards, right? And that means they're up, like, 31 to 3. Why would they play him going into the postseason? They'd sit him down. Because. Like, I'd pull him and not get him hurt. Like, I thought the Patriots, yeah. by the way, were playing with fire. I understand McDaniels probably had a little something. If he's you know, on his shoulder, like he was throwing the ball and run. I didn't yeah. really get that until it was happening. Oh, it was, I'm like, why yeah. are they throwing the football still? First of all, they're running all over him. Mm-hmm. And so they didn't have to. They could have run for 250 yards, and, and Mac didn't even need to throw a pass in the second half. Yeah. Yet they stacked up his for, again, they do this narrative-wise. Mac gets three touchdowns in the game. Trevor's got three picks. Their guy comes off way better. Yeah. I think I believe that. And McDaniels really probably did it to, like, watch this. You guys don't want to hire me or you didn't pick me back in 2017? I'm about to run up 50 on you. I'm just saying, Brent, in terms of the narrative, I get it. If you get up that much in the game, they'll probably pull Jonathan Taylor. But records are records. And the last thing I want to see is Jonathan Taylor break the record in Jacksonville, being the NFL top 100 with all the highlights of the Colts going against the Jaguars. So I'm just saying, if you don't want that to happen, Joe, call and talking to you. I know you're a big fan of the show. I hope, probably not. But if you're listening to the show, you don't want that to happen, give me a call. I'm just saying. Give me, give me a call for one game. Hey, give me a call for one game. I'll, and I'll make sure Jonathan Taylor doesn't break that record. <laughs> now, this is what Scott's guy we're talking about, too, Brent. Yeah. This is, this is one of my kindred spirits. I was going to say. This is one of my brethren. But just say, hey, Joe, call him. Give me a call. If he's 66 he yards away, they keep him in. Uh, yeah, 66? You're in a bad spot if you're at, like, 150. All it takes is one. Yeah. Because, he, yeah, he has, like, I don't even have know. You, some have huge you, number of 40-plus yards rushing. Have you seen the, 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 the Derrick Henry greatest hits? All it takes is one to get 99 yards. That's true. All it takes is one. So now I'm know. intrigued. I might have to go to the By the way, game. Jonathan Taylor, how, the first quarter he had the, when they were up there. Then he did oh, nothing yeah, after yeah. that. Nothing. Road, but the first quarter Shut was unbelievable. Shut it down. Um, well, that or it's going to be like the T.Y. Hilton show. Nah. Kind of like the swan song for him. How many people have 2,000-yard seasons? Not that many, right? O.J. and Derrick Henry. Chris Johnson. Chris Johnson. So my point of the story is that's a big deal. How many Tennessee guys are going to do this? <laughs> well, they do have to play the Jags twice every year, so it's pattern. <laughs> I'm just saying it's a big like it's a big deal. You got to try. 
Yeah, I mean, I think they will try. I mean, but that's a lot. I mean, that's if he's over a buck fifty at half. They go for it. I mean, even the Jags, that's a lot. So in two hundred seventy-three yards last week against the Jets was the most in the NFL this year. Think about how good he's played. Think about how good Derrick Henry played early in the year, and nobody gave up more than two seventy-three in in a game. Never mind just one person. I mean, that's a ridiculous amount of yards for a running. So to answer the question, OJ Simpson. Chris Johnson back in 2009. So I'm making note that I wasn't here then. In 2009, Chris Johnson, Terrell Davis, Derrick Henry, Barry Sanders, Jamal Lewis, Adrian Peterson, and Eric Dickerson. That's yeah, quite the they're going for quite it. Quite the names. He wins MVP if they get to 2K, probably. <sighs> Man, I'm gonna start. Uh, I'm, I'm no, gonna start pulling no, for the Titans. Hey, welcome aboard, people. Just so they probably won't do well. Uh, Wait, so say it again? I'm going to try to jinx the Titans. I'm going to start wearing gear. Oh, the Titans gear? Yeah. Hey, should we pull up those Super Bowl predictions, but, by the way? Hey, I, I'm not... Uh-oh. <laughs> Uh-oh. I knew that was coming. Uh-oh. Hey, I'm not sure if, if you've been following the Tennessee Titans, but they've been able to do it without Julio Jones and Derrick Henry, Brent. So I think whatever you wear is going to have absolutely zero effect on it. Just saying. Donta Foreman just running Who's that? Over. I have no idea. He kind of looks like Derrick Henry, though. Is he like number seven or something, too? Yeah, it's single digit. Doesn't look. Did he play at Texas or Baylor? Texas, right? We don't even know where he's we from. We have no idea. No, I think he played at Texas. Or was he a Baylor guy? No, I think he's a Texas guy. All right, let's um, look him up here. What do we got? It's going to be like. I, I, you know, so I think uh, my guy Orlovsky tweeted this out. He thinks LaFleur should be the coach of the year. Yeah. How does Rabel not be the coach of the year if they get the number one seed? Brent could call, by the way. He went to Texas. Texas, yeah. yes. I think he wore 33 at Texas. Uh, I might be wrong on that, but check that out. Um, how, I mean, doesn't isn't Brable the coach of the year? They've had 88 transactions. Yeah. They lost a guy who's the MVP. Yeah. 33. Yeah. That is incredible that you knew that. Yeah, and uh, and they continue to win. You Titans fan? Big Boston? Donta Foreman guy. <laughs> yeah. How do you know? I all told you I've been looking at okay. the jersey. Buying. I got you. I got you. I got you. <laughs> I mean, Brett's calling get... the closet Titans man here. No, I mean I agree with you. I think hands down it's got to be Brable. Well, I don't know about hands down because How Zach can't... Taylor should be in the conversation. Yeah. And and well, then... that's, yeah, it's, that's a Joe and Hurts effect. Everybody. Oh, no, I'm sorry. That's no. the wrong team. I'm well, sorry. You're talking about the, the Bengals. But, yeah, and not, your guy actually yeah. should, too. I said Thank that. You. Sirianni. Sirianni, sorry. I mean, Sirianni's done a good job. Yep. Nine wins of that crap team. Uh, ooh, ooh. I mean, that's good coaching. Real quick, can, we, can we talk about Joe? You see the, the video of the fans? Nah, Kingsbury. Nah, Kingsbury kind of lost a little lost there now. We're okay. Can we talk about the, the poise and confidence of Jalen Hurts when those fans fell and unbelievable. came within an inch of breaking his ankle and he didn't even move? I know it. Shows you that's my quarterback right there. No, not that elusive. Shows that, hey, shows that quarterback blitz coming at him. He's going to stand in that pocket and make that throw. He ain't scared. Man, that's my quarterback right there, Brent. That was crazy. That was insane. Washington, they are so lucky that nobody got hurt. But especially, I mean, especially, but hurts. Yeah. That could have really been devastating. But to answer your question, Brent, I think it absolutely deserves to go to Brable. Because they lost their best player on their team. Yeah. And they still won the division. And then the top seed in the AFC. But 88 transactions, I think they've yeah. had. But I'm saying... If you, <laughs> I mean, that's unbelievable. But take the best player out of any other of those teams. Take Joe Burrow away. Take Aaron yeah. Rodgers take away. Chase away, right? Take Chase away, right? Well, take Chase away, too. But, I mean, yeah, Burrow. Like, what's going to happen? You take Rantano away? I don't... I mean, I guess it's going to have some you kind take of... take Kyler effect, Murray but, away? Well, most of the time... Yeah, I'm so... Con- oh, they did. Let's take the quarterback so away. So it's coaching. I'm so confused on how Kingsbury loses his luster. What are you talking Kingsbury about? Kingsbury sucks. Oh, okay. It's it, now it's personal. Hater. It's you're you're, personal you're a hater. I, no, I just don't think he's that good a coach. I think oh. they've got a great personnel. Yeah. Then why did none of us pick him to go to the playoffs? They weren't expected to do this. Yeah, they were. Kingsbury? Wait, I had the, I had the Cardinals going to the playoffs. Are you sure? Positive. Yeah, he definitely. No, I'm, I'm a big Cardinals guy now. Yeah. Come on, Casey. 
Come Listen, on now, Casey. Kingsbury and I are rival fire, outdoor fireplace guys. So I think you're, you're a little jealous. I, I, I think you're a little jealous of that. <laughs> I, I you think didn't pick him to win the division. What is that? No. Because I think I had the, the Rams, if I'm not mistaken. You did. And how was that paying off and for Brent me? And Brent picked Seattle. He's no good at it. But the point of the story is, I don't know how you convinced me as King points yesterday. <laughs> what did you say? 51 points yesterday. <laughs> I mean, okay. I mean, it's a line. If, if Russell Wilson didn't hurt his hand, I mean, they would have got in. Yeah, that's right. You think Russell's Russell going to be there next year? Or is he gone? No, he's gone. He's gone? Definitely. I think, yeah. I think he's gone not because of his unhappiness as much as the, I think they're just resetting. Yeah. And there's plenty of places to go. Yeah. Like, I didn't think, I don't think that was as loud as it got last year. Mm -hmm. But I think it helped set the table for this. And I, I'm not convinced, like, Pete Carroll's going to be there. I, I wonder if they just totally hit the reset button. I could see that happen, like he just retires or something. Yeah. Does he want to do that again? Does he want to go through another? He's had yeah. a great run. End of an era, if that's the case. So it could be. I don't yeah. know. I don't, I don't, I feel like Russell Wilson will be gone, though, just because of, I think they could get a lot and help mm -hmm. them reset their world, you well, know, because yeah. they're not going it. They're just not good enough football team. But it also makes you wonder, too, if he's going to go to a spot that's in need of a new head coach, because then that could be an attraction to a head coach could be interviewed saying, well, you're getting Russell Wilson. Well, that's true. Or Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. You know, we'll see. But I mean, you could pick a lot of places mm -hmm. for Russell Wilson to go if, if they could give up the, um, uh, the capital. capital to get him, yeah. you know. Uh, you know, one of the things, hey, Zach Taylor, I, I think he has done a good job. I, I, I'll say this about Zach Taylor. I thought, you know, you guys know, think I hate on Kingsbury and the Titans. I thought Taylor, I thought they should have let him go last year. Mm -hmm. I was like, I think it's pretty obvious this guy's not going to win enough games. Mm -hmm. And then they turned it into this. It took like a third year to click. Mm -hmm. And obviously a second year of Burrow. And now we're seeing the second year guys like Herbert and Burrow really take off, which maybe could be a good sign for, for the guys around here and Trevor Lawrence. But... Um, Zach Taylor has done an amazing job, and surprisingly, well, what the hell was he doing yesterday at the end of the game? Yeah. What was that? Yeah. Like, did you see it? Yeah, I'm no, just, I, I got more Cliff Kingsbury stuff, so I'm just waiting my turn. Oh, okay. <laughs> I love it. They're supposed to win eight and a half games, all the lines, eight and a half. They're going to win over. 12. Like, how can you say he's not into coach of the year, uh, like, Casey, I top three? I had the over. That was You're a smart bad. man. I don't, I just that was don't, the of the show. I just don't get it how it's, he's being dismissed. I don't. I think uh, they should. Their best player's hurt. Mm. Hopkins is Their out. best player. Their other best player was hurt. Their mm. real best player. Well, they've mm. limped to the finish line. I mean, I think Suriani's done a better job. Years. I think uh, Zach Taylor's done a better job. I think uh, definitely Variable's done a better job. Okay. And Lafleur, I Lafleur is pretty good now. I mean, you can't just say Aaron Rodgers. I saw some stats said that the three years before Lafleur got there with Aaron Rodgers, they were like. 25 and 24 or something, mm -hmm. and LaFleur is like 39 and 9. So he's definitely made a difference. Yeah. Uh, but, and he might win it because he, it's just the easiest way to do is give it to like the best team and they locked up the number one seed and home field advantage early and all that stuff. But yeah. um, I just think some of the coach, I mean, listen, Vrabel has done an unbelievable job coaching. Absolutely. And I think Zach Taylor surprised me. So that's why I put him in the conversation. And I think Siriana really surprised me. I, I really just don't think Philly's roster is. Nine wins good, maybe even a tenth win good. Yeah, I know. Well, I know you didn't. No. <laughs> I, you, you made it abundantly clear when you bet me that the Jaguars are going to have more wins than the Eagles this I year. Know, Imagine. Couldn't have been me that made that bet. That Couldn't have been me. But yeah. at least I didn't play Minshew and that didn't go up to a fifth round pick. That's a good point. So at least I win that part of there, it. Uh, that's a good point. That's a good point. But seriously, what the hell was Zach Taylor thinking? Why did I don't get the thing? 
Did I miss something in that? Why did he go for it on fourth down? Now he got bailed out because well, of the penalty. I yeah. was watching, by the way. I, I think the thought was that they kick a field goal, they get it. It's too much time for Patrick Mahomes to go back down there and beat you. I think that was the, that was the theory. Are we playing that scared? Like, it was 40 seconds Patrick to go. I, I know. Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey. That, I mean, that's what I think. Would you think that way as a coach? Like, instead of taking a three-point oh, lead. Man. See, the way I would think is the worst thing they come down is kick a field goal. We're not going to give up a touchdown. In 40 seconds. How much time? 40 so, seconds I think left? it was like 40-something seconds, like 46. Okay, so if there's 40 seconds left, then yeah, kicking a field goal. If there was like a minute and 30, a minute and 40 left, yeah, okay. I, I would seriously consider going for it then. But even then, it's probably enough time for them to go all the way down the field anyway with a minute 40. No, that's what I'm saying. So I'd probably like, go, well, you know what I mean? Yeah, but I'd probably go for the, the touchdown then. Yeah. I, I just Because what's going to happen? Either, I mean, here's my line of thinking. Minute 40 left in the clock. You're at what? The, what were they at? The three? It was like the two. two? Yeah, okay, the, like two, the two, we'll call it. <sighs> weather. What was the weather? This, this, it, was it, it was fine. Okay. Cincinnati. It could be a little cold, a little chilly. It can be. You know, can you see your breath? But <laughs> I think that, breath. so you try to go for it. You get the seven points. If you miss it, you got a you got a buck 40 left on the clock at the two-yard line for Patrick Mahomes to try to beat you. Like, I'm okay with that. It was I would 40, go not a buck 40. No, but I'm saying if no, there, no, if there was a buck was. for oh, oh, oh. I'm saying if there was. No, if it's 40 seconds. So there was like 40 seconds to go. Like, I really just, I'm trying to grasp the other side of, like, what you say. And I understand. You're scared of Patrick Mahomes. That was the other side. Yeah, he's totally scared of Patrick Mahomes. And actually, by that time, they had done a halfway decent job on Kansas City's offense. They got off to a slow start. Yeah. But their defense had done an okay job. Their defense is pretty good. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not great, but it's pretty good. I mean, I don't know if you should be that afraid of a player in the NFL that you don't take a three-point lead when you have a chance to win the division with 40 seconds to go in the game. Like, I mean, that's, I, I thought it was an asinine call. Like, yeah. <laughs> I, I'm not saying that was the reason, but that's the only reason why I can think of yeah, why you too. did that. It's so. the only reason I can think of. Yeah. I just didn't know if somebody else saw a better explanation. Do you think Jamar Chase or Mac Jones, Rookie of the Year? Jamar Chase. Clearly. Yeah. Mac Jones, 100%. Yeah. <laughs> 100%. I like that. Jamar, Jamar Chase just had... I mean, it was, it was, it was a good game. Jamar Chase, good would, game. because of that performance... Good game. Huh? Is, Mike Jones is a pretty good dude. Yeah, he's played hey, JV. Oh, hey, no one's, no, one, no one's looking at who you play now. It's the stats. Uh, they should. It's the stats, and, okay. And, I mean, that was like Bowles going to plays, you know, <laughs> whoever. You know Mac Jones plays quarterback, though, right? It doesn't oh, matter. There it is, right? But let me. here's the thing. The momentum for Chase at the early part of the year was he was on fire. Then he kind of dipped down a little bit. But even in that dip-down time, the only, Mac Jones threw three passes against the Bills. He had a couple of games where he threw two interceptions, threw for like 125 yards. One of them. They went through a little bit of a, a, a lull, lost two. Yeah. Lost, yeah. Two, lost games. two of those, yeah. And, so, and now Chase puts an exclamation point on the season like this. I think it's no doubt that he's going to 20 win. for 33 touchdowns. <clears throat> you guys better hope it's Jamar Chase because you guys picked Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, that's a good point. I picked Mac Jones. It's not going to be Trevor Lawrence. Well, I'm glad we figured that out. Yeah. 20 for 33 touchdowns. He, uh, he Mac, Jones. Mac Jones. Oh, no. So I wonder why you're saying this. I well, mean, you're he, just trying he, to be he, right. Like, well, you got to be right. It's for yeah, the but, show, bro. What do you mean? I'm just trying to be right. I'm backing up the pick I made preseason that I knew was right. It's all part of the show. Yeah. All right. Go tell me who the betting favorite right now is to win the rookie of the year. Okay, I'll work on that. I bet it's, I know, you I don't bet have it's to. It's Jamar Chase. Is it really? Yes. Is that? I got to check my notes. Cite your sources. Yes. Cite your sources. Go ahead and look it up. 
What's not, up? Not, not two-handed Tommy at the, the docks. Who, who's got these not like two-handed Tommy, two-finger Tommy at the docks? Uh, who, who are the sources, Brent? Go look it up. Okay. All right. Go look it up, and we'll ask Captain Rick if he saw two-finger Tommy <laughs> two -finger at the Tommy. dock there right we go. now. It's Florida Sportsman Fishing Report. I don't know who Tommy is, but Captain Rick, Happy New Year. Hope you had good holidays. Happy New Year to you. And, yes, he has two fingers, and we call him Lucky, okay? <laughs> hey, 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 Brent. What you got? I'm gonna take the other side of that. Take the other side of that argument for just a second. When Tom Brady took over for the game-winning drive last night, did anybody in the stadium not think he was gonna pull it off? Yeah, I, I think they. I think that's accurate. Yeah. I mean, I mean, you know, there's there's some situations that you just can't let happen. Now, with you, I'd have kicked the field goal, but I'd have known that Patrick Mahomes was coming downfield, whether I wanted him to or not. Yeah, probably and, uh, three so guys they, in the league: Aaron Rodgers, Brady, and and maybe Mahomes. Yeah, that you'd be that's afraid exactly of. Exactly right. And don't forget your rookie of the year, Trevor Lawrence. Don't forget him. Um, <laughs> Shots fired. That's all right. I'm sorry. Ten win I'm season sorry. coming next too. <laughs> I I just couldn't let that go by. Hey, I tell you what, it, it started out as a great weekend for fishing. Captain Robert Johnson was on the bridge of the Jody Lynn two on Friday. He twenty one tuna. He had a couple of uh, mahi. He had a couple of nice wahoo. Just a gorgeous catch of fish. Uh, bottom fishing was extremely good. The mutton snapper bit well. The vermilions bit well. The trigger fish bit well. And we figured the reason all the fish bit so well was because they knew this massive front was not far behind. And I can promise you, you wouldn't want to be one of the commercial boats that's out on the ocean today. That wind came howling in about 6 o'clock this morning, and it was evil. Now, before it started blowing on Saturday, the red fishing was good. It wasn't exceptional. Captain David Borey said it was much better on Friday. He and most of the other guys that we talked to said that for some reason, uh, on the day that it usually gets better, the day before Major Front comes in, it actually got a little bit slower on Friday. But it blew today. It's going to blow less tomorrow, even less on Wednesday, and I'm planning on being on the tuna at daylight Thursday morning. So we'll see how that goes. But one thing you can count on, we'll be back tomorrow and every day with another fishing report. Brought to you by CSS Landscaping and Workman's Quick Fix Plumbing. Thank you, boys. Thanks. Happy New Year. Yeah, you too, Captain Rick. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Uh, what you got? You got so Casey okay. hates to break it to you, man. Hey, listen. Uh, you want to make a, you want to make go. a lot of money? Go. Plus one seventy five right okay, now, Matt Jones. So you're seeing it as well. I'm seeing it. According to VegasInsider.com, right now, Jamar Chase minus two twenty five. Two twenty five plus one seventy five. Imagine right. getting plus one seventy five odds on a quarterback on a team last year that won like five games. Micah Parsons minus 10,000 for defensive player of the year, by minus the way. 10,000. <laughs> wait, rookie Patrick, of the year or player uh, of I'm, the year? I'm sorry, d defensive rookie of the year. I was like, wait a minute. Yeah, my NFL Why would defensive they even have a bet on that? I'm surprised. I don't know. Well, because you got Patrick Sertain coming in with plus 900. Because what if on the off chance he doesn't win? What, he has... about how much money you make if you're Vegas. I know, but it's like impossible. That's, yeah, like or that's Sertain has like he'd have, to get a, he'd have to get arrested. So, <laughs> for sure. Like seriously, it's some bad tweets gonna come out. Still be all right. Some bad tweets gonna come out. Real quick though, last wide receiver to win offensive rookie of the year. Any guesses, guys? If Jamar Chase does indeed win this year, was I alive? Oh yeah, you're alive. Back in 2014. Oh, I was definitely alive. 2014. Last wide receiver to win offensive rookie of the year. Oof. Um, I'm never gonna. Get Antonio this. Brown. No, I'm just kidding. Nope.
Not a bad guess, though. Yeah, that is a pretty Not good bad guess. I don't know. Amari Cooper. Not a bad guess either. Odell Beckham Jr. Wow. New York Giants. You thinking that? I literally was going to say it, but I was like, I thought it was too, I thought 2014 was too old. Why didn't Blake Bortles get it that year? Because <laughs> he didn't have a one-handed catch on Monday Night Football. Sorry, Blake. Uh, the, uh, anyway, it'll be interesting to see what happens. Here's the problem: what hurts the Patriots? See, this is like a kind of you get this feel, right? There's this buzz about Chase and the Bengals right now. That's new. It's fresh. Yep. The problem that hurts Mac and the Patriots is like it's the same thing. Like Bill Belichick could get Coach of the Year every year, but he never gets it. Mm-hmm. Because they're like, yeah, it's just the Patriots. They win. Sure. Right. And so that's what people say about Mac. Yeah, Mac if you if you listen to all the people around the country, they're not raving about Mac Jones' play. They're just saying, yeah, yeah he's, done a, he's done a good job, but, but Cam the Patriots are it. the Patriots. Yeah, but Cam can do it. I know. Listen, I'm not saying it's right. Okay. I'm just telling you, like, there's not this wave of, holy cow, Mac Jones is playing unbelievable football this year. You like, should tell the people investing in sports cards. Really? It's hot? Yes, for Mac Jones. Right now? I mean, Jamar Chase is whatever. I got Jamar Chase cards that aren't going anywhere. <laughs> Mac Jones cards, though, they're hot. I'll tell you what. How about Trevor Lawrence? Oh, dude, can't even hey. give them away. Buy low, sell <laughs> high. Can't even give them away. I actually, hey, am, we were, actually am buying low on Trevor Lawrence. We were kind of off on that, huh? On that prediction. Yeah, it was a reasonable prediction. I mean, yeah. Yeah, you really Jamar, went out on a limb there. Was, Number one overall yeah, pick. Chalky but chalk, yeah. I just don't like losing, man. I don't like losing bets. I don't either. Uh, but it happens quite a bit. Yeah. <laughs> We're back, Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690. You know, it depends. Uh, today, obviously, um, like I said, it's not a good feeling being in that locker room after a game like that. But just um, Coach Brav talked to us for a second. And at that point, you know, you know, we, like I said, there was positive. We, you know, we kept fighting, finishing offense. But other than that, there's not, there's not many positives. You got to just move on. You know, you got to have... I'm learning you got to have a, a short memory in this league, and Sunday's coming quick, the next one. That is Trevor Lawrence. Sunday can't come quick enough. Monday can't come quicker. Get it over with. Jacksonville Jaguars play the Indianapolis Colts. It is bizarre. They've won six times at home. Now, one of them was a London game, but they've actually crushed the Colts in that stretch. And the Colts haven't been, like, disgustingly bad in that stretch. You know, they weren't, like, 1-15, 2-14 type of team. And I did them yesterday. They beat them one, I think, 82-93 to 93 with the combined score. Just Dang. nuts. Yeah. And it's the, I mean, they won the only game last year with Gardner Minshew uh, to start the year. Uh, they won a late game the year prior. I think it was the last game of the year. Uh, <laughs> I just don't. I couldn't even find a way for the Jags to get a win this week, even if the Colts wanted to screw it up. Like I could see the Colts trying to screw it up, because Carson Wentz is doing some weird things sometimes with the football, and yeah. you know, I mean, I just the Colts. I, those trends are trends for a reason. For some reason, they don't do well down here. I don't know why, but and the Jags have always matched up well with the Colts, even when Manning. Those were close games. You know, they just have always played well against the Colts, even when they're bad. Uh, but I cannot find a road to a path to victory for the, for the Jacksonville Jaguars on Sunday. And quite frankly, I don't even want to spend any energy trying to. Yeah, <laughs> I appreciate that for Brent. <laughs> um, what if the whole offense doesn't come? 
Of the Colts? Yes. Well, um, I, I know the Jags isn't coming, well, but yeah, yeah, that's I mean, it. So I'm talking like Sam some, Ellinger and the boys. Find some practice. <laughs> Sam Ellinger and the boys. Find some practice squatters to get 14 points and you win. Like bad COVID outbreak. Taylor gets it. Pittman gets it. Hilton gets it. Like, listen, the way they turn the football, get turnovers on defense, I might yeah. put the Jags offense on the field the entire time and take the Colts defense to win the game. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I mean, eventually score three times. You you have a team coming off of a big loss, a team that is obviously still in playoff contention. Yeah, you're going to get the best Indianapolis Colts that you're going to get. It's it's hard to imagine a victory. And that offensive line isn't dominant, but the offensive line's pretty good. Yeah. And the Jacks have been pushed over the last couple of weeks by lesser offensive lines than that, I think. Yeah, and also Sam Ellinger and the boy sounds like a like a very um, I'm interested in that, in that country album. Like it sounds yeah, like a good country music. Like, I it heard it like, yeah, I said it's it. Sam yeah. Ellinger and the boys. Why <laughs> that is Folsom. very good. Yeah, I listen to that. I got one for you. You know, you got you might not want to admit this, but the Giants might be worse than the Jags. Nope. <clears throat> at the quarterback position, they definitely are at the quarterback mm-hmm. position. Um, I mean, the Giants, did you see that yesterday? Like, they weren't, I don't know what he finished with. What did Glennon yeah. finish with? He had two pass attempts. They had run 28 plays. Mm-hmm. And he had two, they weren't even trying to win the game. No, I mean, that was, that was definitely embarrassing. Like, if they had the number one overall pick, I would say they were trying to tank. Four right? for 11. So he ends up four for 11. I threw it a lot in the second half, I guess. <laughs> 24 yards, two interceptions. I, I, th- I think actually, and, and nobody will believe this, and I and I'm not sure I believe it myself. But there's a chance the Giants are worse than the Jags right now, like right now, not all year, but right now. Nope. I don't know, Brent. I, I mean, they, they are really won, bad. Yeah, but they've won four games. No, they beat the Saints said, in a, New Orleans. Well, I said, I said all year. I'm all not, year. I'm okay, not but, trying but to right make, now I'm where they are. Right now, as I mean, bad as the Jags are right now, the Giants might be playing worse. Yeah. Well, they did score 21 on December 12th. So you'd lose that one. But then they've scored 6, 10, and 3. So they might tie. <laughs> a real 6-6 six, six nail-biter? Yeah. We've seen those. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I mean, I, it's probably comparable. But how do you get this bad in the NFL? That's Did the you see like, Joe Judge's comments, too? I know. That was kind of weird, right? He's an interesting kid. But they, you, think, you think he's talking to players two times a week about them wanting to come back to New no, York? I no. don't think so either. By the way, like, hey, hey, Joe, they're lying to you, okay? Yeah. Like, even if they're saying that, they're lying to you, Joe. They just want you to play them and stuff. Like, they, they well, don't want to be a part of this mess. But he was even saying, like, the old players on different teams making more yeah. money. Or, I think, hey, I, I get nothing but respect for the Jaguars. But when I was out of here in Kansas City, I wasn't calling Joe Collins saying, come, come back. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I was who like, does that? hey, I mean, barbecue with Andy Reid. We're all good. Who does good that? Good luck. No, nobody does that. Now, Jihad Ward might have done that. Said, I wish I was back in Baltimore. <laughs> yeah. That's you know, point. Marvin Jones might have said, I wish Doesn't I was in Detroit. Detroit. Oh, Brent, don't say that now. Don't say that, man. Come on. It's wintertime there. You don't want to be back there. Mm-hmm. At least with the Giants, like, they've been horrible since Daniel Jones got hurt. Like, they at least have something to point to. Yeah. Well, the Jags have nothing to point to. We've been horrible since ever. Let's not put Jones on that big of a pedestal. Ah, I mean, no, <laughs> no, but they scored, not, yeah. they scored 21 points with him and six yeah, without him. I know. If you, I mean, Derrick Henry got lost to the Tennessee Titans. They found a way. The Giants lose their running back in Daniel Jones. They can't replace him. I get it. Listen, there, I asked you this question because you played in the league. Yes. How do you get this bad? Like, how are you? We've covered a lot of bad, but how are you? How's the gap this wide? That is not. That's a good. It's an okay to good Patriots team. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
it's not like fortunately the Jags didn't have to play like the Kansas City Chiefs or the Bills like now or you know like at timing wise yeah but I just don't understand how you get that bad and Chicago to New York yesterday was like that like how can you get be that bad in the NFL like there was a time frame in this season were actually like the Jags had lost to the Colts and they had beaten the Bills and they had, they got crushed by Seattle. They had beaten Miami. So that little stretch in there yeah. where I was like, you know, I'm starting to think that the gap between teams looks a lot more than it, it is. Mm-hmm. Well, now as we head to the end of the year, I'm like, holy cow, the gap. How does a gap get so wide? Yeah, it's. I mean, I don't want to say it's insurmountable, but, like, it's ridiculous because we brought up the New York Jets. Like, if you would have told me to start the season and we go roster to roster, I would have taken the Jaguars roster 10 times out of 10 over the Jets roster. Absolutely. You know, and, yeah, coaching everything. I would have been, yeah, I'm good with the Jaguars. Well, you know, the Jets have won four games, right? Zach Wilson, we'll see. Jury's still out. But at the end of the day, they're playing competitive games. They just went to the limit with the Tampa Buccaneers, right? Uh, lost by seven to the Miami Dolphins, right? Like, the, the, they've been in competitive games. Houston Texans, a franchise that, that I, I've made so much fun of and I'm so apologizing for, you know, just a couple weeks ago, beat the Los Angeles Chargers. 41-29. to 29. Curb stopping, by the way. Mm-hmm. To Los Angeles, who are competing for a playoff spot. So, like... You know, you, you've seen these bad, you know, quote-unquote bad teams. Yeah, they're bad. They don't have the rosters, maybe the coach, whatever the case may be, but they're still competitive in some games, right? That's the parody coming through. That's the parody leaking through of the NFL. How many times have we said in a Jaguars game this year, well, you know, it was, it was a bad one, but it was competitive. Competitive a little bit. Not too many times. And, and that's the issue. That should answer your question right there. In terms of where this franchise is at, compared to even teams like the Texans and teams like... You know, I mean, the Jets, it's night and day. And then that's crazy to say, right? Listen, the Lions, the Texans, Lions, the Lions are bad. Are, yeah. but, the, but they would beat the Jacks. They would beat yeah. the Jacks. They, yeah. they really would. Like, I, I wouldn't have said that maybe a couple weeks ago, but I am now saying, like, they would. Yeah. I honestly think, like, the Giants and the, and the Jacks are the worst teams right now currently playing. Like, they really are bad. Um, but because they can't score. Like, the Lions can score. Mm-hmm. The Lions, what do they have, like 29? I know it's a lot of garbage time, but like it doesn't matter if it's garbage time. Jacks can't score 29 points. Mm-hmm. They can't. The Lions have done that several times, and, and they're just playing harder. Like I actually look at the, the Texans. I still believe the Texans did something that we didn't see coming. Their roster is terrible, but they have veteran players and enough that know what to do and how the league works and blah, 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 and they've also coached pretty good job. You know, I think they've done a pretty good job coaching sure. uh, to put Davis Mills in a better situation than probably Trevor Lawrence's. Who would have thought that – you want to say who would have thought – who would have thought tr- Davis Mills would be kind of nurtured and grow more in Houston this year in that situation yeah. than Trevor Lawrence would nurture, be nurtured and grow and develop in this situation? Nobody would have signed up for that. Mm-hmm. Nobody. But it's actually a fact. Like, it has, it has happened. Davis Mills is way better than anybody thought he'd be yeah. in playing for Houston. Then Trevor Lawrence is where he is right now. And the situation has been toxic at times here. And it really hasn't been in Houston, at least from a uh, public perception standpoint. Yeah. Meanwhile, the Jets are exactly who I thought the Jags should be maybe with one more win or two more wins. By this time of the year, playing better football, 
figuring it out a little bit more, still playing hard, trying to get to like a sixth win, perhaps, playing teams tough. And the Jags are not. You know, which, which, by the way, I think that speaks to Salah a little bit. Well, it absolutely does. Like, I don't think Jets fans had this in their head. We're going to the playoffs this year. But, like, if you're a Jets fan, at least it's Robert Salah saying, hey, you know what? Our coach is all over. Like, he, his identity is all over this team. We're, we're a hard-nosed team who fights to the end, and we're going to be in competitive ballgames. Just wait till we get the players in the roster to match that intensity from Robert Salah. Then wait and see what happens. You know what that's called? It's called hope. What they have right now in New York. That's it. They do have a little bit of hope, and Zach Wilson's not, like, lighting it up. Yeah. But he's playing better. There's yep. a sign or two. I mean, Braxton Berrios' yeah. play is, like, a fun little weapon now that sure. they have. Yeah. Like, we c- Michael Carter. I mean, seriously, right. yeah. we got to go to Walker Little to find, like, a good, sto- like, a decent story right now. <laughs> Tyson Campbell didn't really play that well yesterday. No. It didn't look like. No, man. I mean, I'm to the point now where it's like, hey, hopefully it's French toast sticks this weekend again. That's <laughs> that's where I'm at. That's, that's where my level of hope is as far as this franchise is concerned. I did ask this question uh, yesterday, and it got a lot of attention because of the bulky stuff and everybody's on the fire bulky, you know, mode. Yeah. I mean, how many, seriously, how many people are on this roster next year that are playing in that game yesterday is a question that, that does feel a little bit like a 2013 kind of question. Like, that's an organization going backwards, like almost revamping. And it shouldn't be. They should be a little bit ahead of the game right now with some of the draft picks they've been able to collect in the last couple years, some Mm -hmm. of the money spent, and now getting a franchise quarterback. And they're actually going backwards. Like, that is just real. That's like you can't sugarcoat it. There's, I wonder how many, if, if uh, Doug Peterson is the head coach next year, or Jim Caldwell, how many of the people that played in that game yesterday would be on the roster? The over-under is it's, 15. Well, it's not like people jokingly say, like, 52 of them. It's not that. It's can't but, be, because you can't have a, <laughs> yeah, You can't work. fix everybody. <laughs> but it's a good, I mean, you can make the case that a good amount of players would not be here next year. And some that even have some decent deals, like yeah. that have done some things in the oh, league. No. You yeah, wonder yeah. if they move forward. I mean, are they going to move forward with Miles Jack? Uh, are I they think moving it's a, forward with I think with it's Marvin open Jones? for debate. I think that's definitely open for debate, too. Are they moving forward with Norwell or Linder? I mean, honestly, I think really the only, obviously, Trevor's safe. I think James Robinson is safe, depending on the injury. Oh, it's very Josh cheap, Allen. Too. Josh Allen will go into his last year. Yeah, and then, then I was thinking, you know, guys like Tyson Campbell who are rookies. Yeah, the rookie class is obviously pretty safe. safe. And they Everybody signed else? Shaq Griffin. I would think he's going to be here. Jenkins. Yeah. Um, well, he Jenkins is interesting, man. I mean, I thought Jenkins was a major disappointment, like to the point where you could argue he was stealing money at times. From well, this. that's my point, but you just said Shaq, they signed. They just signed him. Well, they just signed Jenkins, too. Well, but, but the thing about it is, and, and while I would say, yes, he's probably here for at least another year until whatever that deal kind of, you can get out of it. I would say Shaq Griffin played well enough to be here and play. Like, Rayshon Jenkins might be here, but I'm not sure they're relying on him. Like, if they get a chance to draft somebody or they can play a better safety or find a safety, like, I think they see upgradability there. Yeah. You know, and I'm not sure. Like, my point being, they see some good things out of Tyson Campbell. Probably saw enough out of Shaq Griffin this year to say, we're not going to go get J.C. Jackson in free agency. We got Mm -hmm. the money to do it, but... Like, are we going to do it? I don't think they're going to go that route because they like what they saw from Shaq Griffin for the most part. That's uh, my point. Like, if, Rayshon, if, they, if he played Rayshon Jenkins' position, I think they might think about it. Correct. I think they should get J.C. Jackson anyway, if that's an option. Yeah, I, mean, I like J.C. I mean, Jackson. I think, I mean, I think he catches J. everything. J. He does. I mean, 
I thought he about it. He receiver both ways. <laughs> well, I tweeted it yesterday. He had the best hands out of any receiver the Jags had. There it is. And, and he's been a turnover machine. I think he is. He's up, yeah. He's up, right? Mm -hmm. And th that's like what the Patriots do is they kind of let a guy like that go and like, hey, we got a lot out of him. Mm -hmm. We'll go find the next one. Yeah. And Malcolm so Butler. Uh, he, he'll probably get like an A.J. Boye type deal, you know. Um, should get big bucks, I would think. J.C. Jackson will. So anyway, I mean, it's they might have no linebackers next year. Yeah. Like they might have to go really go get some linebacker. I mean, Shaq Quarterman might be here. I'm not sure if they see him as a starter, but no, I'm not convinced Miles Jack's going to be here. I know his contract says he probably could be, but they also can get. I haven't looked at his contract recently. I'm just not convinced Miles is going to be here. Can't really afford to get rid of everybody, right? Well, I thought he had a rough game yesterday too, though. Yeah, I, I just but. don't know what Miles has done. Like, I can't remember one play Miles made this year. Now, I, I looked him up today. He had like a hundred and something tackles, but I don't remember one play he's made. Now he's not—he's no longer like the highest-paid linebacker in the league. But if he maybe he doesn't fit in the scheme, is my point. So you trade him away for another six-round pick. We love those. <laughs> Send him to New England or something. Yeah. But I mean, I, you do an evaluation of this roster. And how the hell Trent Bulky's even in the mix to be here? And that's a conversation. Yeah. I don't care if he was getting coffee for Urban Meyer. Yeah. I mean, how do you look at this roster if you're Shad Khan and say, oh, yeah, we feel pretty good about this. Trent Bulky did a good job. I mean, what the hell? We'll be back. Action Sports Shacks on ESPN 690. You know, I, don't, I really don't think so. I, um, just just the makeup that he has, I, I'm really impressed with him. As I've told you many times, you know, I'm just impressed with the, the poise that he has and, you know, the responsibility that he's willing to take for the things that, uh, that, that you know, he, he needs to take responsibilities for. And he's learning from all, all of these. You know, as long as he continues to take the, those as learning moments and, and improves from them and gets better. You know, I don't, I don't think that, the, you know, these are deep scars. You know, I mean, he hasn't gotten beat up or pounded in the games, um, you know, with, with that kind of stuff. So he's been able to handle the situations as they come. That's Daryl Bevel. I think that's an important part of this. And I think he has a good point there. I, I don't feel like, you know, Bortles and even Gabbert got beat up physically yeah. in, their year, in their first years. This guy's a better player anyway, naturally, than them. But he hasn't been physically, like, just battered, mm -hmm. you know, uh, in the pocket. He's been beat up a couple of games where he's more sore than others. Yeah. But... Again, that's where I think he probably has elevated something. He's, he's avoided that. Uh, he's got 31 sacks, I think, the Jags have allowed. That's not awful, but by any means. So uh, it's – but the rest of it, the scar tissue, the, the lack of growth and development, the having to deal with the other stuff, I think those – we won't know the answer to that until down the road when he plays again. You know, how much development is – you, you like to say year one to year two – well, he's going to have, well, let's hope it's a big, big gap, you know, of development that he makes. Big jump. Um, he's done some good things this year, but just not enough. And maybe he can do that uh, coming up next year. If I, let's leave everybody with this. Because um, somebody just tweeted us and said, listen, you guys are pro kind of prisoners of the moment. And, and that does happen. Some recency bias there. I get it. But then he also said the Jaguars are the worst organization in the NFL. Yeah, okay. So he kind of agreed. The end. Yeah. Well, that's like, I don't know. I mean, listen. What, what, else, what else did you say? Yeah, and, and I guess I would just tell you that my track record is not to be a prisoner of the moment. Like, my, you, you can maybe on a Sunday and even into a Monday and then and kind of like, yeah, everything going on. And yeah. then you get a little more sense about it and, and perspective on it by the end of the week or the middle of the week or maybe it takes till February right now. I can get there, 
and I usually get there pretty quick. Mm -hmm. I'm just telling you right now, like, there's nothing. I, I've been asking this question for six weeks. Give me something to hang on to. Yeah. And, and that's how I started the show today. And right now, there really isn't. There really isn't. Like, I'll, I'll hang on to Trevor. I've got, I've got faith that Trevor's a pretty good player. But, mm -hmm. but the best argument I can make about Trevor Lawrence, if I'm being sincere, is the fact that I don't think he's a bust. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't think we've seen bust in him. You know, bust to me is like guy throwing picks and doesn't looks looks scared and and like can't can't manage an offense and it's like three four games of that in a row. We've never seen him do that. In fact, he has one of the odd stat lines where I think going into that game yesterday, six of the last eight games he had zero touchdowns, zero picks. So yeah, it was yeah. a lot of just kind of doing whatever, not doing a lot, but not looking awful. And there is something to be said for us knowing that he's not a bust right now, I guess. I mean, I <laughs> guess, but is that, like... No, listen, I'm not going to go back home to the same my friends and be like, hey, so tell him something good about the Jaguars. Well, Trevor Lawrence in our first round, the first round pick, he's not a bust. That's the best I can do. That's what okay, I'm telling well, you. I'm I just being honest. So that's a set. Well, and, and it's about people you too, Brent, right? Like, you're... You're Mr. Sunshine and Rainbow. You're always trying to find the, the, the positivity of everything and the bright side of everything. I respect it. Way too much work, way too much energy, but I respect <laughs> it. But even you, it's got to the point now where, hey, you're, you're on the dark side, man. You're, you're, you're hanging out with me and Casey on the dark side, and we're, we're glad to have you. But all of a sudden, you start tweeting some negativity on Twitter. You start getting that like bump a little bit, start getting those retweets, <laughs> yeah. and you fell in love with the power, didn't you? You weren't power hungry. Power <laughs> hungry cru it, it corrupts all, and now you're on the dark side. No. It's great, great to have you, Brent. I don't great like to you have people. You. I don't yeah. like that. That's all right, man. I don't man. like being on that welcome, side. Welcome on the dark side. I can't stand it. I hate myself. Casey, man. I welcome found myself man. playing a lot of Pac-Man the last 24 let's hours as therapy. Basket. Let's give him that gift basket. Welcome to the dark side. Brent. It's a good it's all spot good. to be in. It feels good. It's awful. Power crew. Power guys just feels good. The power, man. Uh, so I say this. Let's assume Balky doesn't come back because if I ask this question, everybody's going to be like, fire Balky. What's, the, say that anyway, what's the next move the Jags can make to get out? Because it is a league where you can't escape it if you make the right moves. And now you don't need, well, you don't think you need the quarterback right now. So I'm talking, is the coach the most important move? Or who they replace from a personnel standpoint. And again, assuming Valky's not here, which actually is the bigger move? Is it the coach yeah. or is it the personnel? Because there have so, been a lot of years with not enough good players. So I think it goes coach, then GM, then New Jersey's. But I think with the coach <laughs> and the GM, you have to work together with it, right? So it's almost like 1A, 1B. Yeah. Where, yeah, the coach is important, but he's got to get along with that GM. So I. Honestly, you're as okay long as the coach have an influence on the personnel stuff, then? Depending on the coaches, yes. I am. I say players. There you go, Casey. So you think the GM, like that guy picking the players? Yes. Is okay. I, I think you can make that argument. If you looked at what was on the field yesterday, they were obviously not as good as the players across the field from them. Yeah. This That's a, a problem. Yeah. Now, they were missing some, but still, even and if, if they, they had were them, there, yeah, <laughs> I'd have the same, same statement. You know, I, in a weird way, I'm a big coach centric guy. I think, I think. The coach does matter, and I think this has been the worst coaching I've seen, to be honest with you, up close. So it's really been the worst I've seen. Yeah. But I kind of, I'm thinking the players, they've been well, missing too many of these picks. Did you go with coach-centric last time, right? I did. Meyer, you did. No, I'm saying we all did, though. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, maybe switch it but, up. And by the GM. way, I think this is what Shad's doing. I think he's going coach-centric. That's going to help pick the next GM. Yeah. I still think that's what he's doing. I think Jim Caldwell or Doug Peterson is going to have a lot of say in the organization. And I don't necessarily think that's a terrible thing. Because yeah. culture is important, too. All right, that's it for us. Uh, Jags Report live tonight at Sneakers at 7 o'clock. And Casey and Brian Middleton coming up Action Sports Jacks OT, and I'm stealing their time right now. Uh, keep it locked on ESPN 690. We'll do it again tomorrow from Top Golf as well at 3 p.m. Have a good one, everybody.